Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 28, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. I trust that you've been enjoying this series. This is actually uh, week eight now. This is the first day of the eighth week of this series, Grace and Truth. I'm calling this one the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So we looked at John 1 uh, and then John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we started, started studying the book of Galatians all really trying to get an understanding of the grace of God and what it is that Jesus died to usher us into. So let's go back to that again today. We're going to look at John 1 again. We're going to look at Galatians again. And I'm talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Your life is supposed to produce fruit. And we're going to see what that fruit is today. So John chapter 1 and verse 14, the Bible says, the word Jesus became flesh and he made his dwelling among us and we were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the Father, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. The Bible says that Jesus came from the Father, from heaven, and and he was full of grace and truth. We need to get an understanding of of what he died to to bring us, to usher us into. In 1 John, I mean, in John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. When it was time for the law to be given, it was given through Moses on tablets of stone. But when it was time for grace to come, grace wasn't given, grace came. Grace came in the form of a person. His name is Jesus, and he came full of grace and truth. And so this is a a different way to live, living by grace versus living by the law. So with that, we studied Galatians chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5. In our last message, we looked at Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, where the Apostle Paul made it clear that we're not supposed to live in sin. If you're born again and you have the grace of God, it's not like sin can ever overtake grace, but Paul asked the question in Romans, he said, so don't think, don't take this the wrong way. Shall you continue in sin? so that the grace of God can continue to be extended towards you? He said, no, God forbid. You're not free to sin. Grace is not a license to sin. You're free from sin. You're free from the power of sin because now you have the grace of God, the, the empowering presence of God on your life to live free from sin. So this morning, I want to transition from talking about the fruit of the flesh, which is sin, to talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, from the Passion translation. This is what the Bible says, and this is what we'll focus in on today. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. And now there's going to be eight expressions. He says, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never let the law, no, I'm sorry, never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Once again, the Apostle Paul is contrasting, doing a compare and contrast between the law and the spirit. And he's saying, listen, if you're going to live by the spirit, you're not under the law. He said that already multiple times. And here he's saying, these are all the things that the Holy Spirit is supposed to produce in your life. Never set the law above these things. Never set your focus on rules instead of living by the Holy Spirit so that all of these qualities can be produced in your life and so that they can be on display you know, so that you can actually represent God well in this world. So what does this mean to you today on this Monday morning? 
I'm talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I have four things to share with you this morning. Let's get into these four things. Please rid yourself of all distractions. Here we go. Number one, many believers list love as one of the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. But I like the way the Passion Bible lists this. It actually lists love first as it connects love to the Holy Spirit, right? And then it lists eight fruit, the other eight fruits as expressions of love. So, so, and, and that, this makes a lot of sense to me actually, by the way. So the, the writer uh, uh, here or the translators for the Passion Bible disconnect love from the other eight and say, love is actually God. And then the other eight are expressions of love. And so um, love, I think this is biblical because in 1 John 4 and 8, the Bible says that God is love. So love is not something that God has. Love is not something that God does. Love is a person. Love is God himself. God is love. So when you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, and and what we're learning here is that once you're born again, the Holy Spirit is is on the inside of you. And now we're supposed to, instead of being led led or living by external rules, you know, kind of focused on don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, thou shalt not. You're living led by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, he is love. I mean, he is love personified. So as you're learning to discern his voice and as you're learning to do what he leads you to do, then when people come in contact with you, they will come in contact with love because they're coming in contact with God and God is love. Number two, God may be like many things. You know, people say, well, even Jesus said, well, you know, it's kind of like this. A soul went forth to sow, or um, it's kind of like the wind. The wind cannot be seen, you know, but you could see the results of the wind. The Holy Spirit is like the wind. So God may be like a lot of things, or we could say that a lot of things are like God, but there are only two things the Bible says that God actually is. God is love. That's 1 John 4 and 8. God is light. That's 1 John uh, 1 and 5. And so God is love. He is love. He is light. So if God is living on the inside of you, if you're born again, God is living on the inside of you. So when people come in contact with you, they're supposed to come in contact with love. They're supposed to come in contact with light. The light of God is supposed to be seen through you. The love of God is supposed to be felt through you. But that's not going to happen if there's too much of you in the way, if there's too much of me in the way. So the goal for us is to die to self, to get out of the way, so that when people come in contact with us, they will experience the light of God. When people come in contact with us, they will experience the love of God, right? So we, our goal is to let the love and the light of God flow through us. We're supposed to be human conduits of the divine. So today, I'm sure it's Monday morning. I'm sure you have a lot of stuff going on this week. As you prepare for this week and you have, you look at your calendar and you, you should believe God for that in every meeting, in every conversation, in all the activity that you engage in this week, your goal is to, yes, do everything right and represent God well, but your goal is to allow the love of God and the light of God to be seen and to experience, to be experienced through you as you go through your, throughout your calendar. As you're doing everything that you need to do this week, the love of God and the light of God should be on display. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Number three, the eight fruits of the Holy Spirit listed after love are actually 
divine expressions of God's love. I, I, I like the way that, that this reads. He says, once again, let me read this to you. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Once again, think about what I'm about to say. All of these things are supposed to be on display in your life. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit never set the law above these qualities, for these qualities are meant to be limitless. God gave you his spirit and God gave you his grace so that the fruit of the Holy Spirit can be produced in you and then can emanate from you. Let me say that again. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, everything I just read, these things are supposed to be produced in you. And after they're produced in you, they're supposed to flow and emanate from you. So think about that list again. And these are all of these things that are supposed to be working inside of your life through the Holy Spirit. These things are supposed to be produced. And then your life is supposed to produce these things. And so these are the things that should flow from your life. This is the way that we're supposed to live. We're supposed to be human conduits of God's love and God's light. And number four, and finally, I only have four things for you this morning. In a book talking about the grace of God, this is what the Apostle Paul was talking about in the book of Galatians. In this book, talking about the grace of God, the Apostle Paul talks or teaches us about the fruit of the flesh and then the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And his point is that God has given us his spirit. God has given us his grace so that we can live free from the fruit of the flesh, which is sin, and so that we can live in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so that all of these things can be produced in our lives on a daily basis. As you're led of God's spirit today, as you're led of God's spirit this week, right? You should have, once again, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness that can be seen in action, a life full of virtue on display, faith that prevails, faith that overcomes, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. I keep driving these home. We're going to deal with these again tomorrow. This is how we're supposed to live. This, this is the fruit that our life is supposed to produce. Jesus said, you're going to know them by their fruit. This is the fruit that our life is supposed to produce. These are not things that you have to come up with or muster up or let me try to generate this. No, no. These things should be natural to you. Once you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, these are the fruits, the fruits that the Holy Spirit produces. As you die to self, as you learn to discern God's voice and just do what he tells you to do, then all of these things are going to be on display in your life and they're going to be evident to you. You're going to see change and, and watch this. They're going to be evident to everyone else. People who knew you before will be amazed at the transformation that God is producing in your life. He's doing this. He's producing this transformation by his spirit. He's producing this transformation as the fruit of the Holy Spirit uh, are are emanating from you and and people that you know people will watch as something happens and before you would have reacted a certain way and now you're reacting a different way and people are seeing the difference in you people will hear Jesus in your words people will feel Jesus as you give them a hug people will experience i mean they would just sense Jesus as they're dealing with you and this is the grace and truth that Jesus died to usher us into this is not the way they lived in the old testament in the old covenant they were disconnected from God. God lived inside of some temple and only the high priest once a year could go visit the Holy Spirit. No, you are now the temple of God and the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. So when people come in contact with you, they're supposed to come in contact with God. The fruit of the Holy Spirit 
is the fruit that your life is supposed to produce. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to make it happen. You just have to let it happen by God's grace and for God's glory. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith and set the tone for the whole week. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your amazing grace. I am born again. I have your spirit living on the inside of me. Your spirit produces your fruit. So I declare that your love is expressed in me, with me, and through my life in many ways. I have joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness that can be seen in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. This is how I live. I die to me so you can live through me. And as I do, your fruit is produced inside of me and it emanates from me every day in every way. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button. Subscribe, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, I love you. God loves you. God is love. He's living on the inside of you. Head into this day and head into this week determined to allow the fruit of the Holy Spirit to be produced in you and then to emanate from you. Do me a favor. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends right now because you know that people need to hear this. This is something that we need to hear. This is how we're supposed to live. God is love. God is light. It's time for us to let him out. God bless you.